More with Jeff Carlson on taking control of your Apple Watch. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices featured gear, like the Twinkly app-controlled LED holiday lights. Twinkly delivers the ultimate in flexible lighting for your Christmas tree, holiday decor, or everyday use. Find the links at macvoices.com slash featured gear. All one word, featured gear. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Jeff Carlson is back to finish up his conversation about Take Control of Your Apple Watch 4th Edition. We talk about the Apple Watch Ultra, the many use cases for the Apple Watch, and all the little features that make it so powerful, and more. Let's go back and let Jeff do the talking. Jeff, that's why I think we we need to take your book and explore this little device that's strapped to our wrist, because there are so many little features that have been added along the way, or that maybe when we needed them, they weren't there, or we just never heard about them. And mm-hmm. because that, I mean, that's a great use. I, I've played with focus mode some. I have really had never thought about having it set up anything automatically on my watch. So I, I love that idea. Yeah, Interesting. yeah. Interesting. I mean, th- this is the other thing. This is also why it's it's really great to have a book like this because it lets me dig into a lot of stuff. I mean, the Apple Watch does a lot. And I think a lot of it is hidden intentionally because the whole idea is this is this is a device that you are going to be uh, reacting to or checking infrequently, or you're just getting a little burst of data. You want to know what time it is, uh, what text message you just got, uh, you know, what the weather's going to be like in the next few hours, etc. But it can do a whole lot. I mean, this is a little computer and I don't think we, you know, want to do word processing on our watches or anything like that, but it will do a whole heck of a lot in terms of, you know, um, you know, dictating messages. And, um, I mean, I don't know, like the, 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 the communication stuff is, is really robust. Uh, the mapping. So, in this version of watchOS 10, Apple actually did a lot to change the the maps experience. Um, it, like, not only is it a new look, but um, like the, there, there's this this cool walking radius feature that will show you when you when you bring up the map, you tap the little button that that tells you like you know, show me where I am, and it'll bring up this this circle around you. And it'll tell you, like, it within this circle is, uh, you know, a 10-minute walk will get you this far. Or a 20-minute walk will get you this far. And you can sort of see, like, where that will be. Or you can change that to distance, too. You can say, all right, how far would I go if I needed, if I just wanted to walk a mile and back? And then, depending on where you are, it'll also point out, like, interesting things parks or museums or things like that within that that circle. So let's say you are in another city for the first time. You want to just explore, but you don't know which way to go. This could be a really good way to say, all right, if you walk 20 minutes, you're going to get to this museum and you'll know that it's there and it'll give you directions. And it's just a nice 
a nice way of, of, of seeing what is around you without, <laughs> without being someone like me who is generally geographically impaired where I get into the middle of a big city and, you know, like, like just me looking around, I'm going to get lost. But being able to say, oh, okay, this is a, you know, a coffee shop that I've wanted to go to for a long time. And then the watch will take me there if, if needed. So like, like that's kind of cool. And, and they keep adding these, these neat little features that I suspect a lot of people don't actually know about or don't get to and, you know, don't really take advantage of what all the watch can do. I think you. I think you just said a mouthful there at the at the end. There's so many <laughs> things that this. Well, this, there's so many things this little device can do. Just like the focus mode you mentioned earlier, that you know I didn't even think about. I mean, I, I use. I know about them for my Mac. I know about them for my my uh, phone. Don't think about them for the watch. Um, so yeah, I. And, and and unfortunately, it's. I mean, it can become overwhelming. So you need somebody to guide you through it. And say, hey, here are like the major categories, and then here are the capabilities within those categories. I know I've. It's not an, it's not a watch feature, but it's a phone feature. But it also is available on the watch, and that is to be able to dictate a response to a text message. Mm-hmm. You know, I use that I use that constantly on CarPlay, because I yeah. I don't want you know so I re- have it read the made the message. I can have a whole conversation over text, and never take my eyes off the road or my hands off the wheel. It's not quite the same with the Apple Watch, but there are plenty of times that I don't want to try to type all that, but I need more than maybe just an emoji or a one or two word response. So you hit the little microphone, you dictate to it, and I've never had the the dictation be anything less than acceptable and usually perfect. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, I mean, it's an amazing little thing, and I... I suspect and I fear that most people who have them are probably using them for, you know, tracking everyday exercise, you know, getting, getting your, your rings and all that uh, completed, um, you know, telling time, checking the weather, and probably aren't really using it to its fullest. And not that you have to, like, you know, use every tech device to its absolute fullest, but there's just a lot of very clever things that I think somebody would run across and say, Oh, this is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Or, Oh, this is something that makes my day five minutes easier because I can, you know, for example, I can set my watch so that it's five minutes ahead. So I'm not late to meetings. There's just a little simple setting that will do that. And it doesn't actually change the time of the watch. It just says, just show me everything five minutes faster. You know, I think yeah. that's, I think that's actually been there since the very beginning, but it's this tiny little thing who knew, right? Um, yeah. So, and it, you know, other things like, like with the, with the, the series nine and the ultra two that came out this year, they have an ultra wideband chip. And what's cool about that is if you, misplace your iPhone 15 or 15 Pro, and, and so far it's, it's just those models, you can actually get a very precise location 
to find it. So right now, um, and actually this is something that, that gets used a lot in my household. Uh, don't know where I, I set my phone down. You go to the control center and there's a little ping iPhone uh, uh, button. You tap that and your iPhone will like start doing its little ping, like, bing, 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 so you can go and find it. Well, with the new models, if you have that, you do the ping iPhone and it does the same thing that you get with the AirTag tracking and the phone where it will tell you like it is, you know, you're like 50 feet away from it and you're getting closer and it's in, it's in this direction. And so, you know, like that's super useful. Just, just that by itself. And who, you know, maybe people don't know about it. Yeah. It, again, these are all little features, which is sort of defines the Apple watch. I think that there are lots of little features. I mean, the health tracking and all the health monitoring and all of those things are are super important. Um, and they're sort of the tentpole features, or that's what they've turned into. But there mm-hmm. are all these other little features that make your life easier. Uh, all the complications that you can assign to, depending on which watch face, um, mm-hmm. to give you lots of information at a glance. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I can become addicted to some of those, and some of them I've had to remove because, you know, did it change from, you know, in the last five minutes? And some of that stuff, even if it did, I don't really need to know about it. But, you know, the, but somebody may. And so, yeah, you know, stick it on the face there and, and do what you want with it. Yeah. I, I'm glad you mentioned the, 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 uh, the, the wideband, the ultra wideband chip, because if I'm correct, this new version of the Apple Watch has onboard Siri, which is also something new. Yes, yes. So that's um, really, really curious because right now, if you have, um, like, if you're out of, of range or maybe you don't have a very good internet connection or whatever, um, like, everything has to go up to the cloud in order to activate Siri. And with this uh, new chip, the, the S9 chip, um, it has a lot of, um, what are they calling them? Neuro, neuroprocessing chips, I think, um, that will just let you make those kinds of requests. And, and from what I understand, it, they're still very simple requests, but uh, you know, it's stuff that you can do and get a response immediately without things bouncing up to the cloud or, you know, having, you know, Siri just sort of say, sorry, can't do that. Oop, I, I said the magic word. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to message anybody. Yeah. Uh, we can't, Five devices we can't say the word. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's, 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 uh, all right, she she totally threw me off. I'm not <laughs> sure what I was yeah, talking yeah. about. <laughs> well, we were talking about on on device Siri. The onboard, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, okay. So l- l- let me transition to that to to a couple of the other things that the new chips are going to do, which aren't quite there yet. Um, the the big thing that Apple is is promoting is uh, double tap, which is a way to just tap two fingers together on your watch hand, and it will do uh, it, it'll 
take action on whatever's going on on your watch. So you can answer a phone call or hang up a phone call or uh, play and pause music. And it's a way to just do things one-handed. Uh, they say it's coming in October. We're not sure when. Um, and it'll just be for the new models because they have more processing power. And uh, I believe it's just they're better able to use the sensor data. Like the sensors haven't changed, but uh, have more processing power in order to recognize what you know, what muscles and movements that gesture makes. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then again, also coming up related to this is you'll be able to ask the person in your watch <laughs> whose name I shall not say. <laughs> you can get like, like some health specific data. So you could say, you know, um, how many steps have I taken today? Or how much, um, uh, like, did I take my medication this morning? Those kinds of things that normally you'd have to go and look up specifically and maybe, you know, switch to an app and tap this and that, tap that. And those things will just be able to uh, be read to you as a request. And that's something that, that's coming, they just say later, probably later in the year, um, you know, with, with whatever watch update comes along but um you know like like that again it's removing a little bit of friction because sometimes people like i just want to know if i am making the steps that i want to do and i don't necessarily want to go into the activity app and scroll down and find the steps and you know all of that yeah yeah this is where i think it's interesting that people people criticize or say, well, what do I need all this power on my wrist for or in my phone for? Mm -hmm. And then you start, you know, we start seeing the developers take advantage of some of this stuff. And it is useful now. I know in the, well, in the current version of, of watchOS, um, it, within accessibility, there is a, a double tap that you can set. And yes, it, yeah, you know, it right now for me, it's working about, 80 to 85 percent but yeah. you know what it is it is darn convenient mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and yeah so yeah it's i was just gonna say uh, like like i i'm pretty sure that that apple took this gesture um that that you know it's it's specifically designed for people who have uh you know, motor uh, limitations um and I think that they said, oh, well, you know what? This is really cool. We can refine this and turn it into a feature that's available to everybody. So I think what's currently in the accessibility uh, uh, controls like that, I think it, uh, you know, it's still tailored for people with uh, motor issues. And I think it works better for them in that way rather than trying to, to, to do it in the double tap way that we're trying to do. But yeah, if like, that's something that, that, you know, like you, you don't have to have motor issues to, to be able to do that. And sometimes that will be super helpful um, when you're, you know, just need to do something really quickly or you don't have your hands free or what have you. Yeah. I mean, between honestly, between on device theory and that, when it gets here, you know, it may convince me to upgrade because mm. I've, I, other than that, there was nothing else that really jumped out at me, but 
I find myself using Siri more and more. And it does seem like over the past couple months, I just said the word too. I'm sorry, folks. I just realized I did it. <laughs> um, we, we, my devices didn't pop up at me. Um, but what you, what you, the person that lives in your watch, Jeff? Um, yes. <laughs> he, she, whatever it is, has gotten better at mm. addressing the, the things that I've, I ask it, her, it, she. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, really, I really struggle with this. Um, so, I know, I know, definitely. You know, so I, I feel like, okay, if, if this is even better on the watch than it has been, you know, it's yet another great reason to upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Jeff, how much do you touch about uh, touch on the Apple Watch, excuse me, the Apple Watch Ultra um, in the book? Um, but as much as I can, I mean... Um, you know, uh, talking about the the um, the action button and, and things you can do with that, um, I go a little bit into like the dive app, but um, I I don't dive and I do not have <laughs> an ultra. Um, but you know, like like there are things. For example, one change with the ultra this year, um, you used to be able to uh, set a night mode where everything would would basically turn to red so that, um, you know, when you're doing something at night, uh, it's a little bit better for your eyes. And now that just automatically happens either when it's really dark or, um, I think after a certain time period, um, or, you know, I think with a, a, a focus mode maybe. Um, so like, like a few little changes like that. Um, so I think that, I would say, I mean, I've, I've tried to cover everything that I can um, with the Ultra um, because going back to what we were saying, I actually see a lot more people wearing Ultras than I expected. I thought that that would be, you know, really uh, the, the domain of people who were super into, you know, fitness and high intensity workouts. And, and like, that's definitely true. But, um, I mean, like there's a barista at a Starbucks that I go to, um, who wears one and you know, I, I asked him about it and he's like, no, I just love it. It's like, I'm not an athlete. I just think it's great, you know? <laughs> and so, um, it's, it, it's interesting to see a lot more of those in the wild than I expected. So, yeah. So, um, I, I, I've tried to cover as, as much as I can, as much as we know that's out there. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices featured gear, like the Twinkly app-controlled LED holiday lights. Twinkly delivers the ultimate in flexible lighting for your Christmas tree, holiday decor, or everyday use. With a variety of lengths to suit your needs, Twinkly lets you go beyond the blank options of other lights, giving you the ability to create your own simple or complex designs with full control of color and design placement via the addressable LEDs. Use the app to get exactly the look you want. See how the Twinkly app lets you create and sculpt all kinds of unique designs for your lights, or use the presets to give you a spectacular look for the holidays, parties, or just to add some uniqueness to your own home in two Mac Voices interviews from CES. Mac Voices number 20074 and Mac Voices number 23038. The demonstration in Mac Voices number 20074 is still one of my all-time favorites, 
because I wasn't expecting anything like what Twinkly delivers. Find the links and more at macvoices.com slash featured gear. That's all one word, featured gear. macvoices.com slash featured gear. Do you think the popularity of the Ultra has anything to do with the action button as a differentiator between that and the, the regular Apple Watch? I would say maybe partly, but I think mostly it's just because it's like, it's big and cool. I mean, I, I okay. you know, it it's the thing that, that, that people are going to be like, you know, no, 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 look, I don't have just any regular Apple Watch. I've got the big, cool Apple Watch, <laughs> um, you know, and again, like going back to what we were saying, like fashion and status and all of that, that, that also plays into it too. So um, it's also, I mean, it's like really well built and, and you know, the whole history of watches, like there are some massive chunky watches out there. And for some people, like that's what they want a watch to be. They want it to be a statement. They want it to be big. They want it to be something that, that they're not going to miss. You're not going to miss. And the ultra kind of fits in there. Um, or, you know, they want you to think that they're out climbing mountains every weekend, even if they really aren't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's interesting. Uh, and I guess maybe I was letting my geek show just a little bit because I'm always more interested in the functionality part. Um, yeah. The, I mean, I, I prefer that it doesn't, you know, look like I strapped a rock to my wrist. But uh, <laughs> at, the, at the same time, you know, I want it to be actually doing something um, because, right. you know, the, the fact is it's a bit the Apple watch is not inexpensive. The ultra is even more expensive. And yeah. so, you know, I, I, I am always doing that constant calculus of is, are there, are those, is that action button and is the, are the other benefits of that worth it? I'm like you, I'm not mm -hmm. a diver. So that's probably not going to apply to me unless I, you know, get thrown off a ship somewhere. Um, <laughs> but it, it, all these little things though, that we talk about are, all have to be factored in when you value the Apple Watch. And that's why you need Jeff's book is you need to find out about all these little things because you, I promise you you're going to find things that you didn't know that are going to apply to things that you would like to do or could do that would make your life better. Definitely. Good sales pitch, Jeff? Sorry? <laughs> very, good good, very good sales pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I don't mean it as a sales pitch. I mean it sincerely because just like our discussion here, just a random comment about Jeff with the focus mode. It's like, yeah, I got to go check that out. That's yeah, that's something. So I need to pay more attention to your book, Jeff. <laughs> so, so where do I go to do that, Jeff? Well, <laughs> that? Uh, so, so, so this is a take control book, and and actually, I mean, you know, yes, that was a really good sales pitch, but um, I'm gonna sort of like like do a, a, a grander sales pitch because like the whole take control ethos is to be able to, you know, learn about something that you own and learn things that you didn't know before. And so, um, you know, like that's, that's the point of the book. That's the point of the series is to just dig down and, and, and find all that kind of stuff. I mean, at least, you know, as an author of multiple take control books, that's the fun part because I get to play with all these little things and, and make these little discoveries. Um, so, the the actual uh, the, the book itself it's available as an ebook like all of Take Control books uh, it's fourteen ninety nine and it's available at Take Control books or you can go Take Control books slash Apple hyphen Watch 
and that will uh, take you there. Or if you are already uh, a you know a previous Take Control customer, um, it'll show up. Well, actually, no. What, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is if you have previously purchased this book, um, go to your your um, uh, customer account, user account. I'm forgetting the right terminology. Um, and uh, depending on when you bought the last one, you may get special pricing for upgrades. And you know how all of that works. But um, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, you did a very good sales pitch. I did a very poor sales pitch. So no, we no, balanced no, no. out. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but you, you brought up the fact that, you know, upgrades are available for a discount, which is an important feature of yeah. Take Control. That, you know, when you once you buy into a book, you get a pretty de- pretty liberal upgrade policy um, for different editions of the book, so it's it's like getting an upgrade for your for an application. You know, the the yeah. book gets upgraded with the new discussions of the new features. So, you know, it's it's a great investment. And of course, I know how much work that you put into your books. I know how much work that Joe puts into his. Michael puts into his, you know, I can go right down the list of authors Yeah, that you guys don't, you don't try to rewrite the manuals um, if, if or the limited manuals that are out there, but you really <laughs> do the, the exploring and say, you know, okay, I tried this, found this feature, um, didn't know, you, I didn't know about it, so you may not know about it, and that's how we all learn. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, and, and also even like the, just the approach to this book, um, you know, it's not just like, all right, let's just go through the features. Um, the The book opens with a whole section of like, here are the things to do first. Um, you mentioned at the beginning that uh, a lot of iPhone apps will automatically install an Apple Watch app. Well, there's a setting that will turn that off so that the the uh, the watch apps are not automatically added to the watch when you install a brand new iPhone. Uh, uh, sorry, iPhone app. So you know, again, like it's something that's that's really kind of buried that you may not have known about. And if somebody is looking at their home screen and thinking, there's no way I can handle all these icons. I don't even know what they are. Uh, I don't even know when this arrived here. Here's a way to just make sure that that you're only installing the things that you want and that you're going to use. Um, I don't know how you could have found that in Apple's documentation or Apple's marketing without just going through and going through the table of contents for the user guide and, oh, here's this like very small note somewhere. So, you know, the approach is here's how I use the watch. Here's how I think a lot of people use the watch. Let's go through this together and set things up and answer your questions in a way that's that's conversational and friendly and not just dry and to the point. Well said, well said. Before I let you go, I want to make sure we let folks know where else you, what else you do and where else they can find you. Because for the last couple, several weeks, you've sort of become a fixture here on Mac Voices. And we still <laughs> have yet another one planned um, that's something completely different. And so, yeah. and, and, and so, Jeff does a lot more than just write take control books or come to back voices. Uh, what, what Jeff, I'll let you give the rundown. 
Sure. Okay. So uh, I mean, part of this too, like fall is just a, a busy time. Um, so I write books for Take Control. Um, I write other books. I have a book on Adobe Lightroom that's out right now, uh, published by Rocky Nook. Um, it's called the the Adobe Lightroom uh, course. It's technically a complete course and compendium of features, which feels like I need to put on a top hat to say that whole title. Um, but it's a great it's a great uh, uh, print and ebook. Uh, uh, book on Lightroom. Uh, I do a lot of photography. I'm currently selling packs of autumn uh, prints that, that we talked about in a previous episode. Um, what else do I do? I do photography. I do uh, write for tidbits occasionally. Basically, if you go to jeffcarlson.com, that's the, the, the source of everything that I'm working on currently. Um, I've probably left something out. Oh, I've been writing for DP Review quite a lot lately. Um, so yeah, go to jeffcarlson.com uh, or email me at jeff at jeffcarlson.com and you can find out more about all the things that I'm doing. Oh, and I have a, a, a <laughs> I have a separate newsletter that specifically talks about AI in photography and how machine learning is changing photography in fundamental ways. So that's called the smarter image. Basically, it's a really long way of saying, go to jeffcarlson.com. If you have questions, send me a note. <laughs> I would love to plug the, the podcasts and the newsletter because the podcast... Oh, and the podcast. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah you do. didn't mention podcasts. Yeah. Um, but you do two, two photography-oriented podcasts. I feel like I always come away with just one or two little things that I either need to think about or need to go try. Um, and the AI, the AI and photography newsletter is also another thing that that seems to be a world that's developing so quickly from so many different angles that if you're not paying attention to it, you're going to have some a lot of catch up to do. So I'll exactly. plug those two things. But again, go pay attention to everything Jeff does because he's just an expert on everything. <laughs> trying to be, trying, <laughs> trying yeah. to be, yeah. <laughs> I just built you up, Jeff. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you for the book and thank you for the time. It's always a pleasure and we will be doing this again soon on something completely different. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Me too. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. I hope we've given you a few things to think about here and maybe some things you want to go try, but definitely encourage you to go get Jeff's book because that will give you even more than we could cover here in just a couple, a couple episodes. Until the next time, and as always, Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.